St. Martin's School Radio. Jordi Albert, Lionel Messi! Oh, oh my goodness! Lionel Messi does it again, he's superhuman! Builder, can he tee up someone in red? And it goes towards Lundgren! Ilzaka trying to help Orion Robin! They are still fired! It's a sharing up and so sorry it's Manchester United have reached the promised land. The two substitutes have scored the two goals in stoppage time. Martin's football show. On this week's show, I'll be joined with regulars, uh, Mr. Lopez, Athletic Madrid and Spanish football expert, uh, Lloyd Bounds to talk about Arsenal's uh, brilliant FA Cup victory and uh, Tottenham fan Max New. As we said, on this week's show, we'll be reviewing the FA Cup final from a few weeks ago as Arsenal beat Chelsea 2-1. We'll be looking back at the playoff final, which saw Fulham get promoted after beating Brentford. And in the second half of the show, we'll be looking again at transfers, but mainly the European competitions as the Champions League and Europa League returned. Okay, so I'll start with you, Lloyd. How are we after that FA Cup victory? Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> we'll go. We'll go straight on to the FA Cup final. So um, a few weeks ago at Wembley, Arsenal beat Chelsea two-one. 
Pulisic put Chelsea uh, ahead before going off injured and Aubameyang, who was brilliant in our game, scoring uh, a penalty and uh, a late goal with Kovacic getting sent off. I mean, Aubameyang just transformed you. Uh, tell us what went uh, right for uh, Arsenal that day, Lloyd. Well, apart from the first 20 minutes where Chelsea dominated, it was all Arsenal. We controlled the game in midfield. We had a solid defence set up. Everything went well. They didn't have a strong target from about half hour onwards. Then Aubameyang, clinical as always, scoring the, the pen, which very much set us off in, a, in the right direction. And then scoring the late winner. It's an amazing ball from, it's an amazing run from Bellerin. And then a great pass from Pepe. Do you, do you think then, um, with obviously you've won the FA Cup now, Arteta's first trophy, where do you think you'll go next season now in terms of winning trophies and what, what do you reckon you can achieve? Can you, because obviously you're not in the Champions League, you are in the Europa League. Can you win the Europa League, do you think? Oh, yeah, I, I don't think there's a chance. Our goal for next season will be to get Champions League. I just do finish in top four or winning the Europa League. Now, like you said, you had a brilliant, uh, Bamiyang was brilliant, you had brilliant going forward. One player you have been, uh, you've been linked with a lot of players recently, but Wilfred Zaha, apparently I saw yesterday that 50 million, you're interested in him. Obviously, you've uh, signed Willian and you linked with a few other players. Would you take Wilfred Zaha? I, I, I feel like I would take him. He's, he's a quality player. But at the moment, we don't really need to expand our attack at all. And we should definitely focus on our midfield defence. But if someone like Lacazette does go, then William would be a great replacement. Yeah, because you are uh, set to uh, be signing uh, William on a free from uh, Chelsea. Um, you've had a lot of um, removals to be uh, set to happen. You've had Martinez has been linked away because he wants more uh, game times, apparently. Um, obviously with Leno coming back and Lucas Torreira is going to AC Milan and uh, Maitland-Niles I don't get why you why would you want to sell Maitland-Niles like, you, you obviously know Arsenal better than us is, I, is he not is it because he's not getting enough game time or, or what go on expand I, I feel like the Maitland-Niles story has been like completely blown out of the water there's like I think it's an athletic interview and we basically said that all of all of our players have a price so we'd be willing to sell any of them until we reinvest. So we said we'd sell Maitland-Niles for £25 million. We don't want to sell him. But if a bid for £25 million does come in, then we will sell him. He's an amazing player. And he, he can play anyway. He's like a Swiss army knife. He, he can do anything. He's a quality player. He's really young. He's, and he's Arsenal through and through. He's been with us since he was six. I, I really don't think he'll leave. But I really feel like the story's just been completely blown out of the water. Now, uh, with uh, like you said, you were buying in, uh, bringing in a few players. Sorry, with uh, see Willian, you've been linked with Coutinho. As we said, Zaha. I do think, in terms of Arsenal, um, from a neutral point of view, I do think Premier League would be better with uh, all the top six teams getting better. And I do think now Arteta's got um, his first trophy. You've got Community Shield against Liverpool, possibly another trophy to win. I do think you can kick on and I wouldn't be surprised next year if you do win the Europa League. Obviously, you're strengthening. Maybe you need to strengthen more at the back. But I wouldn't be surprised uh, if you did go on and uh, win the trophies. Where, where would it, What would be a good season for you next year, Lloyd? As you said, Champions League. But would you would you take winning um, any competitions? So if you didn't get Champions League and you did finish fifth or sixth, would you take winning the League Cup or FA Cup? Or would you say... Arteta hasn't had a good season because he's only been there what half a season, if that. 
Yeah, like a, no, it's nine months, I think. Nine months ago. Uh, I'll definitely take one in a trophy, but like we, we are in a rebuild. So we can't expect like immediate results. We can't expect to go win the Europa League, get Champions League straight away. So I'd say the main thing we should focus on is get consistent performances out of our team. And that should be the goal. But Champions League is the goal. And if we do yeah. get out, then we'll have an amazing season. So for your sake, it's uh, quicker than Man United's nine-year uh, rebuild. We're starting to come together now. But <laughs> anyway, um, due to Arsenal's FA Cup victory, it had uh, implications on the Premier League as Wolves dropped out of the Europa League qualification. Obviously, they come seventh. So uh, going into the Europa League, which we'll talk about later, Wolves would now need to win the Europa League to be guaranteed European football, which would take them into the Champions League. So a bit of disappointment for Wolves. Um, there, but you've got to say it was either Wolves or Arsenal that were going to get Europe, and uh, obviously you got it in the end. Um, after, after, well, I think was it just before? Yeah, just after it was the uh, Championship playoffs as well as we mentioned the first legs uh, last. Uh, well, yeah, last show, Brentford uh, eventually beat Swansea three-one the second leg to win three-two on aggregate, and Cardiff won two-one at Fulham, but wasn't enough as they went three-two. On uh, aggregate, I know Cardiff signed uh, Keithy Moore for two million from uh, Wigan uh, yesterday after rejecting uh, QPR and Stoke, and it's one in one out there. They got rid of Danny Water at this field, but the main uh, point is Brentford lost two one to Fulham at Wembley. Two goals from uh, defender Joe Bryan and Dallas Guard going back for Brentford. Uh, Max, how far do you reckon Fulham can go next year? Can they do a Wolves and? definitely improve and get up to their uh, high point like Sheffield United did this year or are they going to do a typical Fulham and go straight back down? Well, the owners seem to uh, have a little bit more about them when they were talking about it. They said they weren't... Obviously, last season, uh, they were in the Premier League. They spent £100 million and it, it seemed like maybe the players that they signed went in uh, for the club and maybe just more for the money that, that, that was offered to them. But this time, it, it seems like they, they're trying to get players that have passion for the club and what the club is trying to do. So I think if they can recruit right and keep the players that they've got, um, the players who really are in um, for the long run to try to uh, stay in the Premier League, I think they, they they can, as well as bringing some some new players in to strengthen some areas. Yeah, and uh, on the other foot there, Brentford were very unfortunate. They did bottle promotion uh, twice. Obviously, had the chance to go up automatically after... West Brom had a few slip-ups, they didn't take that and uh, they lost in the playoff final. I, I, you, you do think now for Brentford, I know Ollie Watkins, who's second top scorer in the Championship this year, he's been linked away with uh, Crystal Palace and uh, Villa for £18 million. And uh, Ben Rama, who's been linked with loads of clubs, Leeds, West Ham, Villa, Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham, all, all interested because I think he's had the most assists this year and definitely been one of the best players. That's, I think that's the problem now. If Brentford did go up, I think they would be a good addition to the Premier League. I do think they could have stayed up with Ollie Watkins uh, scoring and Ben Rahm has been uh, tipped to be the next uh, Ruben Neves, how he was, and if better. And some uh, some people have compared him to De Bruyne in some styles, but not obviously as good. But I do think now, problem is, like you said, with Fulham, they spent £100 million last year. I think they bought in some high-profile signings. What do you reckon, Max, is the key to stay in the Premier League for these newly promoted teams? Well, I mean, it's kind of unusual if you look at it. Look at it, look at the Premier League last season. Two of the pro sides did very well. Not two, sorry. Sheffield especially. 
they they had the manager that um that really uh showed what what it takes to to, to stay in the Premier League, but and, and not only stay in the Premier League but succeed. Villa as well, I think. Um, some fortune for Villa, I think. But overall, I think it's you know you see in Villa um, the manager uh, players like Jack Grealish are all fans of the club, so they really know what uh, the the fans want and what it, re- it requires to stay in the Premier League because they have the passion for the club. And I think especially for the for the promoted side of the season, I think showing the passion. And the fight is probably what you need uh, to stay in the Premier League. It's not going to be easy. Yep. Um, obviously, like we said, when Wolves come up, they were brilliant. And as you mentioned, Sheffield United were brilliant. So let's hope for uh, Fulham's sake that they are a big team. Like obviously Leeds coming up as well. Um, they are a big team and look forward to uh, having them in the Premier League. Obviously, the fixtures come out in a few weeks. So uh, it's going to be a good addition alongside, as we said, Leeds, who are probably the biggest team coming up. At the other end of the uh, Football League, we've got a new Football League member. Harrogate Town won the National League final at Wembley. They beat Notts County 3-1. It's the first time in their history that they ever went up. But they'll uh, ground share with Doncaster for the start of next season after their ground was um, being, the pitch was being redone. Uh, at the other end of uh, Britain in Scotland, the SPFL returned this week with uh, a few matches, but also a few matches being postponed uh, due to the coronavirus. The Rangers are do it's doing well, as uh, unsurprisingly, I think they've been tipped to finally win the league, uh, as they always do this year. Um, they beat Aberdeen on uh, midweek, and then they won against St. Mary on 3-0. In uh, other news, the Belgium League also started. Ike um, Casillas retired from... Uh, uh, football this this coming week, oh, this week just gone. Sorry, um, legend for Spain, Mr. Lopez. How good was uh, Casillas? How good was Casillas uh, rated in Spain? Would you say? I mean, he's an absolute legend, and let's not forget he's the one in charge of lifting the World Cup trophy. The, the arguably the, the most important uh, moment in in history of Spanish football, but. Th- th- the guy has also won two European Cups um, with a with a national team. I think three Champions Leagues. The first one being only eighteen. Uh, he was yeah. actually the savior. Um, several leagues. Uh, I mean, he's regarded as probably the best um, keeper in history of uh, of Real Madrid. Um, although he was a bit. Um, uh, how can I say that? The, the way he lived Real Madrid wasn't what everyone expected. He, everyone actually thought that, that Casilla will retire in 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 Kipo uh, Merengue, but it all it didn't happen. Everyone's in Real Madrid is still considering him um, a, a living legend. So um, it, it's a shame that we didn't get to enjoy Casillas more due to to the sudden illness that he suffered um, playing for Oporto uh, last season. But he will go into the annals of history uh, as uh, one of the greatest. Was he the best Spanish goalkeeper of all time, would you say? Well, we had a great deal of them, but probably for, because all the things he achieved and we achieved, uh, yes, I would say so. Everyone still have in their memories the, the save against uh, Robin in the final in South Africa. That probably That's was right. the most important one ever. Well. Yeah, as uh, as we said, he had 885 career club games. Brilliant career. 167 uh, Spanish caps. Was he the most capped Spanish player? 
I'm sure it was Issa. No, uh, the first one is Zubizarreta, another, another keeper. Okay. And the second one, now I think it's Ramos. Ramos, okay. Yeah. Probably makes sense. Uh, he won five Ligas, as you said, three Champions League, two Copa del Rey. He goes on two Super Cups, four Spanish Super Cups, the Euro twice, uh, the 2010 World Cup, and he won La Liga Nos, um, the Portuguese League with... Uh, so he's had a very good career and I'd probably say, you obviously you know Spanish football, but I'd probably say he's one of the best Spanish players and like you said, goalkeepers of all time and the success he's had with uh, club football, Real Madrid and all uh, Porto and his Spanish teams. But like you said, very sad that he had to retire due to, I think he had a heart condition, didn't he, um, when he was at Porto last year. So very sad uh, he had to retire. Um, Bournemouth, who got rid of Eddie Howe the other week, have uh, appointed a new manager, um, Jason Tindall. Bristol City, who got rid of Lee Johnson a few weeks ago, as we mentioned. They've got Dean Holden in. Um, Mikel Antonio has won the Premier League Player of the Month for July. Hassan Hootel of Southampton won the um, Management of the Year for the uh, Management of July. So I can't speak. For uh, obviously Southampton manager, good to enter the season. And De Bruyne won um, goal of the month after his brilliant goal against Norwich on the final day. Curtis Jones of Liverpool was named Premier League two player of the season, which is the under 23 um, Premier League there. Dejan Lovren obviously joined from Zenit last week from Liverpool for 10 million. He already has won his first trophy. Zenit St. Petersburg won the um, Russian Super Cup. As we said, the Champions League teams have been uh, preparing, um, other European teams have been preparing for the Champions League. PSG won a friendly before their game um, against Atlanta. They, they won 1-0 and cheap promoting got the win- winner in that friendly. It wasn't the strongest team. And Bayern Munich beat Marseille. It's basically their strongest eleven. So, uh, and another thing I wanted to just pick up, just see now, Cristiano Ronaldo, we'll talk about him more. He apparently, according to a report from French football, uh, um, yeah, French football report, Cristiano Ronaldo is considering um, an exit from Juventus to join PSG. Uh, Lloyd, how realistic do you reckon um, that could be in the summer? They are saying that could be back on now after uh, Juventus' Champions League exit. Uh, I, I feel like it is quite likely. It's just PSG, they have all the money in the world. They can easily afford him. And if only Juventus want to sell one of either Dybala or Ronaldo. So I do feel like this is a it's quite a likely transfer to happen. Yeah, they've, they've been uh, set to get rid of uh, a lot of players, haven't they? That was, uh, oh. They've been uh, getting rid of Ramsey as well. They've been linked with Kadira, um, as you said, Dybala and Ronaldo uh, has been linked, as we'll talk about later. On uh, in the uh, in the show, so uh, we're going to time to take a break now. And after the um, break, we'll uh, round up what's been happening in the Champions League and Europa League. Slip inside the eye of your mind. Don't you know you might find a better place to play? Set the brains I had went to my head 
St Martin's School Radio. Welcome back to the St Martin's uh, football show in this uh, bumper weather show. Um, start off talking with the Champions League as the second legs of some of the fixtures have to be completed this week. We'll start with uh, Man City Real Madrid. Man City winning 2 1 um, at the Etihad, 4 2 on aggregate. Um, Raheem Sterling got 100 uh, Man City goals, 68 in the Premier League, 20 the Champions League, 7 the FA Cup, 1 in the Community Shield and 4 in the League Cup. Um, start with you, Max. Uh, obviously, we don't have any Man City fans here. How good do you reckon Man City were in that uh, Real Madrid game and how far do you reckon they can go? Well, I think they were they were, they were were good. They were deserved winners. I think the pressing really showed to exploit the, the Madrid defence who are missing, obviously, the captain in, the, in Ramos. And I think really see that saw the effect of uh, missing a play like that because they were kind of uh, sloppy in their defense uh, overall I mean I think they were the deserved winners they they outshot um, they outshot Madrid uh, significantly 20 shots they got which is just insane um, yeah they were, I think Raheem Sterling was was good on the night as well definitely outshot uh, uh, Hazard on the other team um, again Jesus excellent pressing to get his goal and overall I think it was a it was a good game for them do you think um, Raheem Sterling does get a bit? Um, of, he is a bit underrated compared to because you don't seem to really compare him to these uh, best players in the world uh, like a Mbappe. But do, Max, do you think he is underrated? I think he's kind of disrespected by some fans. I think some fans really, really rate him, and some people don't. Uh, but I think he's probably. Slightly underrated, yes. I think maybe he's some, sometimes wasteful in his chances, but he's very prolific. Um, but you could maybe maybe make an argument uh, that if he was in a team that created less chances than Man City, he would be less uh, prolific. But I mean, we, we'll never know until he goes. So. Yeah, uh, as you said, Man City brilliant on the night. Um, one of their defenders, which is uh, unusual for Man City this season, Kyle Walker, got man the match. He was. Uh, Brilliant, as we said in uh, that game. We're going to turn to Real Madrid now. Um, obviously, they went out. They, uh, as we mentioned the other week, we all thought, well, me and Mr Lopez did, that they were going to um, go through. What, what happened to uh, Real Madrid, uh, Mr Lopez? And after their win in the La Liga title race, obviously, they won it by uh, some quite a margin in the end. Um, what do you reckon went wrong? Because it did look like they gave a lot of errors away and give the ball away too much. Is it? It's, is that like Real Madrid in the league, or is that just a one-off, uh, one-off blip? It opens lot of questions for Zidane as manager, uh, starting from from the defense. And Max was saying they really miss Sergio Ramos, which is worrying because Ramos, being a top defender, he's close to thirty-five now. So they, every everyone was hoping that Varane will step up. Uh, and be that player that, that could lead the defence uh, in important matches, replacing Ramos. But obviously, that wasn't the case. He, he wasn't ready to 
to fill Ramos' position or place in, in the field. Uh, and then if we move into the midfield, they considered so many uh, mistakes uh, in delivering the ball and trying to create a good football from the midfield. Uh, and that's something that Man City took advantage of. And I think one of the main aspects that, that Madrid need to resolve is the bench situation. They have war, um, people like um, Asensio, like Isco, like James Rodriguez, Bale. So top quality players there that they are earning a fortune like James Rodriguez or Bale. And they're not contributing at all to Real Madrid. Uh, Lucas Vázquez is another example. So it's, it's a short team um, and they, they lack of that um, player who can jump into the pitch and, and create a little revolution for the team and, and, and turn things around. It certainly is not the Real Madrid that we saw in the final stages of La Liga, full of um, desire for winning the match and, and energy, and, and the lack of that resolution against Man City. As you met, as you mentioned there as well, you mentioned the uh, Gareth Bale situation. Now you could clearly see that he doesn't have a good relationship from uh, with Zidane, and people have been linking him away every transfer window. But um, he has said he. Uh, He's quite happy there, and I wouldn't blame him for getting three hundred and fifty thousand pounds for sitting on the bench. But he was. Do you reckon he is a bit disrespectful now? Because obviously we've seen in recent weeks he's uh, been sleeping on the on the touchline. Yeah. He's been, he's been but, playing golf. Pretending to have binoculars. Exactly. <laughs> he's been. He was a bit sarcastic when Real Madrid were lifting that La Liga title, and then. He, were, he didn't really care about that game the other day because he was pictured playing golf in Madrid. So, yeah. do, you think really... it's not help, do you think he's not helping him himself in some way? Um, look, as someone who follows the, the, the Spanish media and the British media, it's, it's, it's actually funny because here everyone puts put to blame on Real Madrid, there everyone puts to blame on, on Gareth Bale. The reality, I think, is somewhere in the middle. Gareth Bale had the chance to go to China. Everything was done. But Real Madrid back off of the deal last minute because they, they wanted money. The deal was he will go there. The Chinese team will just pay the huge amount of money that Gareth Bale earned. But Real Madrid last minute stood up from the, the negotiation and said, no, we're not having any of this. And that annoyed um, Gareth Bale a lot. Especially considering that during the pre-season, um, Sidan spoke to the media and said to the world that it would be better if Gareth Bale just left the team. You know. On the other hand, Gareth Bale doesn't help himself. The guy's been there, I don't know how many years. I'm a Spanish teacher. I'm ashamed to say it. the guy speaks... Well, he doesn't speak Spanish, basically. And that's something very important for a Real Madrid player, believe it or not and to identify himself with the, with the fans there. And there is something else that I don't understand about Gareth Bale. He doesn't want to um, lower his salary to go and keep playing football. If he was so eager to play football and show the world that he's still a top player, he would say, OK, all right, I can go back to Tottenham maybe, 
the, a club that I, I'm sure will be happy to have him back. But would Levy get the money for him though and pay his no, wages? No, that's the issue. That's the issue. So I, I unfortunately, I don't see a solution to this anytime soon. I think Gareth Bale is gonna finish his contract with Real Madrid, being on the bench, and uh, he's gonna be a wasted. Um, player, and uh, all we're going to see about him, it will be here in Cardiff, playing with Cardiff, uh, with the Welsh um, national team. Now, as as you mentioned, he was close to uh, going to the Chinese Super League, but Real Madrid wanted money. But you look at other situations, for example, um, Man United the other day, we got rid of uh, Sanchez for free, but um, it saved us, I think, was it 400,000 400, a week or something? Like they were saying on the radio the other day, if they did get rid of him for free, which obviously he is, he is well, he is probably worth sixty million, probably round about there at the minute. But do you think though it would, like they said, it would save Real Madrid a lot in the future instead of signing for the sixty million, get rid of his wages. If you keep getting rid of his wages, you can bring in some younger players, which will definitely help Real Madrid in the future. Would you agree with that statement? I, absolutely, Leon. I, I would do that any time. What's the point of having Bale on the bench? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a shame. That, I mean, this guy, uh, okay, he's probably not the the player that everyone expected after the departure of Cristiano Ronaldo. At some point, everyone thought, okay, once Ronaldo is gone, Bale is going to be the next leader of this team. He will step into Ronaldo's shoes and be the, the new um, greatest uh, football player in the Real Madrid. But that never happened. And I think they're oblivious to, to the, uh, the reality that they need to implement a solution here. Because the, the status quo at the moment doesn't satisfy anyone, doesn't satisfy the club, the player, or the fans. So I agree with you 100%. You've got to say, and I was, I've been asked over the last three years whether I would take Gareth Bale at Man United. And I, I've said no, because you think, obviously he has, he has been wasted at Real Madrid and he is, he is a good player. But he is, he is injury prone. He's prefers golf, obviously, at Madrid than he does football. But, like you said, when he when he went to Real Madrid, I thought he was going to be a top-quality player. Not as good as Ronaldo, but like you said, possibly following Ronaldo's shoes, especially when he left a few years ago. But is he really as good as people say he is? He's been a key player for Real Madrid. Thanks to Bale, we, uh, they won uh, uh, Copa del Rey against Barcelona with an amazing goal. He has scored probably the most beautiful goal in history of a Champions League final. He participated in in the second goal against Atletico Madrid in Lisbon final. So the guy, the guy actually had arguments to to uh, convince you that he's been a key player for Real Madrid and his goals meant titles. The problem is regularity. As you say, he's injury prone and he hasn't enjoyed many minutes, many the, the, the continuity that the top player needs. He wasn't that good, but he wasn't that bad either. I think the, the, the truth lies in the middle here. You're listening to St. Martin's Podcast Radio Show.
with me because you look so fine that I really want to make you mine. I say you look so fine that I really want to make you mine. Four, five, six, come on and get your kicks. Now you don't need the money when you look like that, do you, honey? Big black boots, long brown hair. She's so sweet with her. Gonna be my girl. It's a one, two, three. Take my hand and come with me because you look so fine that I really wanna make you mine. I say you look so fine that I really wanna make you mine. Four, five, six. Come on and get your kicks. Now you don't need money with a face like that, do ya? Big black boots, long brown hair She's so sweet with her, yeah, black stare Well, I can see you are with me But you are with another man, yeah I know we ain't got much to say Before I let you get I said, are you gonna be my girl? quarterfinals in uh, Lisbon one-legged we'll talk about that later but the day after there was a, a massive shock in the Champions League uh, sorry the same day despite Leon taking a 1-0 lead uh, at home going into the uh, game at the Juventus Stadium Juventus 1-2-1 on the night thanks to uh, Cristiano Ronaldo but still went out on uh, away goals thanks to uh, I think Memphis Depay scored um, let's start with you Max where does uh, where does this leave? We'll start with Ronaldo. Where does this leave Ronaldo now? With uh, in terms of as we mentioned earlier, Lloyd uh, said he could be joining PSG. Do you reckon he will leave, or do you reckon he stay? Because I think you said last week, didn't you, sir, that he could he could be leaving. He's been linked with uh, crazily the last few days. 
he's been offered to Barcelona, whether or not they would sign him. And as we uh, jokingly said, can you imagine that uh, front two with Messi and Ronaldo? Do you reckon he will leave? Yeah. I think there's a possibility that he'll leave. I think there are probably clubs that could persuade him to, to join them. But I think in terms of what's likely, I think he'll, he'll, he'll stay at Juventus. And they've appointed a manager now, like Pirlo, which has turned some heads and maybe uh, maybe confused some. But it's a kind of player with a with a stature in the game, especially you know uh, with Juventus as well, that could similarly to Zidane, kind of t- work with Ronaldo and uh, garner the respect of Ronaldo. So maybe even help him. Uh, uh, I mean, he's done a bit poor this season, but maybe even help him step his game up to the next level and um, uh, carry Juventus uh, to. Greater heights. Now, you, you say about carrying Juventus, he was uh, he got man the match the other day, Ronaldo, and he was probably the only player that looked up for it. You think, and I said it on the last show, I thought Juventus were going to win the Champions League. They've probably got the best squad in, in world football, realistically, with their bench and the strength they've got all over the pitch. So, <laughs> what went wrong, do you reckon, Lloyd? Why, why aren't they win? Why aren't they beating? Let's be fair, they should be beating Leon, But why aren't they winning these Champions Leagues? Oh, this, I, I don't think this was that good at all. They have a horribly yeah. incompetent midfield who Pirlo wants to basically completely give it off. It's because the UF for sale, he's put for sale. It's basically about all of them are for sale. So they, they definitely need a new midfield. They're, none of their teams are really the best. They have, they have Ronaldo, who's an amazing player, and they have Dybala, who's also an amazing player. But apart from that, they do have an average squad. Yeah, um, like, like I said, like you said, they have, they have got, as you said, they got Delit there, and they've got, they have got strength. But like you said, we, we'll touch on this in a minute. They got Pelos replace Saris, but whether whether or not, as we mentioned, Rams, he's been linked away, possibly returned to the Premier League. Whether he wants to go in a different, if in a different direction, and bring in some younger players, or he wants to bring in some high-profile players and big players and whatever. But as I said, watching the game, I didn't, didn't watch all of it live. I did watch the highlights. But you did think Ronaldo was the only one that was really up for it for Juventus. And as you said, they, he shouldn't really be carrying the team because they do have quality on on and off the pitch or the bench as well. So he shouldn't really be um, carrying it and... He uh, was a good goal. Ronaldo scored. I think he won goal of the week in the Champions League. But you can't, you can't always rely on Ronaldo to to carry you because if he has an off day, like he has, believe it or not, some days, um, especially in the Champions League, he's had an off day. Who are you, who are you meant to rely on then? So really, you've got to, especially with if you want to go far in the Champions League and you're in the knockouts, you're in the quarterfinals, or whatever. Especially with this one-legged tournament, you have to have. A, a team that's strong enough that can adapt to different uh, different conditions, so, like one leg, whether it's one leg, two legs, or you need like a late goal. And as we mentioned, they have got quality. I know Dybala has been linked away, and I just, I, I don't know. It's a bit shocked, really. But you know, it's, it says a lot when Ronaldo um, broken a record for the most goals in a season for Juventus, which has uh, lasted for ninety five years, but. He's 35, as we met, as Sir mentioned, with Sergio Ramos, um, Stone in the Real Madrid team. You can't be relying on these players that are almost 
I'd say probably Ronaldo's got another three years at least in him. But you can't be relying on these players at this at this sort of age. You have to look at the younger players and say, right, the likes of Dybala, the the other the younger ones, De Ligt and um, whatever. You've got to look at them and say they have got to start up in their game if they do want to win these Champions Leagues and. Um, obviously, they've been winning the Serie but if I was a Juventus fan, you've got to say Serie probably isn't really good enough. They didn't win the Copa Italia this year. They lost it to Napoli, and they haven't really won the Champions League, so it doesn't really surprise me that they've got rid of Sarri, because they were expecting a lot from him, winning the Champions League, Serie and whatever. It just, especially with a big team, you have got to have that consistency, and then uh, Juventus obviously didn't have it. Um, as Max said, Realm uh, Juventus straight after their uh, defeat to Leon, they did hire um, Andrea Pirlo, who only a week beforehand had been announced as uh, the under twenty three manager. So he had uh, <laughs> no experience at uh, managing. He just got thrown uh, straight in the straight in the deep end to replace Sarri. Um, Max, how how much of a good uh, good uh, change is that for Juventus, or or is it not because? After you heard Sarri was going to be sacked, I know a few reports had reported it before it officially came out. Um, some people were surprised saying they should have got Pochettino, but then I was thinking, well, it's, it's straight after a game. Maybe they are eyeing up Pochettino for the future. Where do you reckon Juventus stand in terms of their managerial uh, changes now or future? Well, I think Pilo, it could be one of those signings that was supposed to tie them over for maybe a year, a season or two. But you could also maybe view it as with a player, with a manager like Pochettino, you've got maybe more of a, a rebuild uh, coming coming and and you'd have to spend money to try to to try to um suit the playing style of that manager. But Pirlo maybe you could view him uh, as uh, an option in which you have to spend less and he can maybe um prove his managerial status by by trying to succeed the best with the squad that he has. But I mean, it's difficult to to kind of gauge how uh, a manager who's never never managed a game before uh, will, will approach. But I think I think it's it's better than it's probably better better than uh, than, than keeping Sarri because uh, a, a, a Juventus squad which hasn't really been doing well. They yeah, they won they won Serie A, but they um, didn't didn't really do it convincingly. So I think move, moving Sarri on and getting Pirlo is is also probably. Is probably a good, a good option. Um, maybe you could argue that the Pochettino would be would be better, but this is this is what we're, we're looking at at the moment. Pirlo, the coach, and you've just kind of got to see what see what's in store. Yep, and as we said, um, obviously they didn't win that um, uh, Liga Serie very uh, comfortably. But you know, you can't really judge a, ju- judge a book by its cover, and you can't really judge Pirlo until. He's uh, started the season and see how he does and see what players he uh, brings in before the October the 5th deadline. Um, on the other hand, we haven't really talked about them, but Leon, um, brilliant this season. I know they haven't had, um, they didn't uh, do that well in the uh, French league. I don't, I don't think they come in the top two, actually. I might be wrong, but they have got quality players. They've got um, Dembele, who was linked in January with Chelsea. They've got um, ex-Man United player Depay, who went into the record books and scored in six Champions League games in a row, where uh, another Dutchman is the only player in it, Ruud van Nistelrooy. But uh, Lloyd, are, are Leon 
very underestimated and how far Duretne can go in this Champions League. Uh, I would say they are they are definitely an underrated team and they have a lot of quality. But they have Man City. You know, there's not many teams in the world who can compete with Man City at the moment. Man City obviously really want to win the Champions League this year. I, I don't feel like they have a chance against City. But they are definitely a very underestimated squad. Yeah, but... Um... Well, hopefully, for uh, our sake, that Leon does go through so we don't have Man City win it. So, yeah, they've never won it. Um, day after on this uh, football feast in the Champions League, Barcelona beat Napoli 3 1 uh, to progress to the Champions League quarterfinals for a record 18th time. Um, Lionel Messi uh, starred getting uh, man, of the, man of the match and. Uh, Quite interesting, sadly. He's been involved in 12 goals in the last six knockout games in the uh, in the Champions League at the Camp Nou. Nine goals and three assists. Um, so, I, I did read this thing about um, this post the other day that John Terry was praised for his loyalty to Chelsea. Gerard was praised for his loyalty to Liverpool. Totti with um, Roma. And it says Messi's criticised for his loyalty to Barcelona. Would you agree with that? And why do you reckon that is? You do agree? I, I wouldn't really say he's get criticised for his loyalty to Barcelona, but he has become bigger than the club now. Like he literally asks them to sign players, he tells them what to do. He basically runs the club. If he doesn't like the manager, the manager gets sacked. But I, I definitely wouldn't criticise him for his loyalty. I, I agree with Lloyd. I, I wouldn't criticise him at all. I mean, um, he's the greatest player of Barcelona ever. I mean, full stop, even better than Johan Cruyff. Um, you can criticize some aspects, like mm, Lloyd has mentioned, but no, I wouldn't go to the extension of criticize Messi. You know? Yeah, as you said, I probably think he is the best player of uh, all time in football, but it's another debate for another day with uh, Ronaldo. Um, my new favourites for the Champions League by Munich. They demolished uh, Chelsea 4-1, 7-1 on the uh, aggregate. Another brilliant performance from uh, Roberto Lewandowski. Um, Max, is he the best striker in the world at the minute? Yes. It's not really, I don't really have any doubt in my mind. He's definitely the best striker in the world at the minute. Yeah, he scored. Uh, it was a good fact that he said on the uh, TV he's involved in all seven of Bayern Munich's goals against Chelsea in their uh, Champions League season. Three goals and uh, four assists. Um, was it called Lloyd, would you would you say he is the best striker in the world? Yeah, easily. Uh, no, no one really comes close to him. He does it in the Champions League. He does it in the league. He scores like every game. He's amazing. Easily the best. Now, a lot of talk has been, obviously, he's ahead in the Golden Boot race that he could possibly catch um, Messi and Ronaldo's um, Champions League records. I think they got 120-odd and he's on 66. He's just taken over. Benzema, do you reckon he can catch him, Max? Um, possibly, possibly. I mean, he's just, as, we, as I just said, he's got, he's got assists in him, he's got goals in him and... He's just, I think he's just brilliant, and that's why I think Bayern Munich will win the Champions League. I mean, any striker to have two goals and two assists in uh, one game is well worth you getting any Champions League player of the week or any uh, recognition uh, that he should get. I think definitely is the uh, 
best striker. But Lloyd, would you say Bayern Munich are favourites for the Champions League now? Uh, yeah, I probably would say they are favourites. But like, they have an amazing place, they have amazing players. They're everything. They're definitely the favourites. But PSG are obviously still really good. And so Man City. But as I would say Bayern just edge it. Yeah, and uh, just just to annoy you too, I've got a very good stat about uh, London. Bayern Munich's last three aggregate scores against London clubs in the Champions League. Obviously, they beat you 10-2 a few seasons ago. Spurs 10-3 in the group stage this year. And 7-1 against Chelsea. 27-6 Bayern Munich lead against London. So, they do love coming over you. In terms of Chelsea then, obviously, they got top four this season. They had a, a transfer ban last year, as we mentioned a few uh, shows ago. They... Uh, they brought in a few players. Um, how how far do you reckon they can go in next year's Champions League now, Lloyd? Uh, oh, I, I don't know with Chelsea. Uh, they, they still have a very, very bad defence, which they need to reinvest in. But they just keep signing attackers at the moment. So I really feel like unless they do sign defence, they, they won't go further than like round 16. Yep, uh, 16 goals conceded in a Champions League campaign, their record. Um, so that was all the second leg games in the Champions League, the finals bracket. Um, RB Leipzig or Atletico will play Atlanta or PSG, and the winner of Man City, Leon will play Barcelona and Bayern. And as we said a few uh, shows ago, and we did a preview on this, all games will be one legged in um, Lisbon, in Portugal. On the 12th of August, Atlanta play Benfica at Benfica St- uh, play PSG, sorry, at Benfica Stadium. Um, on the Thursdays, RB Leipzig Atletico at the Estadio Jose Alverde. Barcelona then play Bayern on the Friday back at Benfica. And on the Saturday, Man City play Lyon in the uh, last game before the semi-finals. So, uh, as we briefly said, who's your favourite, Max, for the Champions League? Um, I think it's definitely Bayern, I think. Uh, Man City, I think, uh, are probably the second. Yeah, Man City. What about you, Lloyd? Uh, I, I, I'm I'm still saying Man City over Bayern. You still like all oh, Man and Mr. Lopez? Uh, I would say PSG. I didn't you think uh, I would say that now, but I I think Neymar, um, Mbappe, they look very strong. I'm gonna say PSG for a change. Okay. Um, or you can watch all the games live on BT and Five Live. BBC has some commentaries available. As we've, we're not really going to touch on um, preview the quarterfinals much, but as we said, Atletico Madrid playing RB Leipzig. Two of their players have tested positive for coronavirus. Hopefully that can go ahead. Um, I'm going to quickly ask you, though, got a few things to ask you to say. Apparently, um, Atletico Madrid reportedly agreed a £15 million fee with Real Madrid for James Rodriguez. Do you reckon if that is true, he would be a good signing for Atletico? I don't think so. I never liked James Rodriguez. I, I say this in the past. He he had a wonderful World Cup and that was about it. He didn't take an advantage of the opportunities given to him either Real Madrid or Bayern Munich. Uh, we, we need someone different to James Rodriguez. We have Carrasco now, we have players fast like Llorente uh, on the right side, Carrasco as I said on the left one. I, I don't see there is a position available for James Rodriguez. I don't want him in my team. Okay. Um, Gar, you another one, your goalkeeper. 
Slovenian goalkeeper um, Jan Oblak. He said that he's going to consider his future after the Champions League campaign is uh, concluded. Do you reckon he will leave? And if he does leave, where will he go? Unfortunately, this is a, a, a known story for many Atletico Madrid supporters. You know, the difference between the biggest clubs uh, and aspiring clubs is the ability to retain top players. Uh, we are not in that position yet, and I think we are not there because we not we cannot guarantee titles. And someone like O'Black, probably top three uh, keepers in the world, would like to see a team competing uh, every year for the top prices. Uh, so I'm afraid that might be the last season of O'Black. I don't know. I don't know where he goes. But he has expressed in the past he decided to play in the Premier League. So it might be uh, the case. Yeah, he's been linked with uh, Chelsea. But Athletic have said that he's not for sale. But he does have a £110 million release call. So if Chelsea were to sign him... Yeah, but do you think Chelsea will spend again a fortune uh, on a keeper after what happened with Kepa? But but the difference is that All Blacks a bet was a better keeper than obviously Kepper was wasn't really known that much. But I do think he was a better keeper. Uh, All Blacks a better keeper. I'd say probably All Blacks the best uh, keeper in the world at the minute. I'd say if we can uh, swap deal for De Gea and All Black and you get the hair back, I definitely no. take that. But no, no, thank you. No. We don't want, we don't like traitors in Atletico Madrid, Liam. <laughs> oh, just trying to get a deal there, but oh well. Um, so like you said, um, would Chelsea probably do it? Possibly, if uh, but they would obviously have to probably sell Kepper permanently. Um, I know they've been linked with him going out on loan, but they'd probably have to sell him uh, permanently. Barcelona played Bayern Munich on a big game on uh, Friday. They've also had um, a player test positive for COVID, um, Gene Clarid Tabodo. Um, as you said, massive game there for uh, Barcelona and uh, Bayern Munich. Would you say Barcelona going to that as um, underdogs there? Wow, I never, I never heard anyone calling Barcelona an underdog. You know, <laughs> it's weird, but I understand what you mean. And I probably, probably yes, yeah. I, I think we could accept now that the favourites are Bayern Munich. I don't know what. What do you think, Max Roy? Yeah, I would say by now expected to win. Definitely. Quickly as well, I forgot to say. Um, Lloyd, you can add to this. Obviously, ex-Arsenal manager. Arsene Wenger's been reportedly uh, turned down to become Barcelona boss. Um, do you, if that is true, do you reckon he would have been a, a good uh, um, manage, manager for um, for um, Barcelona? Oh, yeah, definitely. He's, he's an amazing manager, but I definitely think it was a right choice for him. Uh, for him to turn it down, especially with that board, the state of it at the moment, it would have gone very well. But he's still an amazing manager. Would you agree with that, Mr. Lopez? Absolutely. Arsene Wenger, I, I love Arsene Wenger, so the way his team, well, Arsenal played in the last <laughs> in the past 20 years, you know. Um, and he will be amazing in, in a club like Barcelona with uh, um, all the money on the wall available to him. Yeah, and as we said, so the M quarterfinals take place over uh, this week, and we'll have more on uh, next week's show. But we've got, um, crazily, the next year's Champions League 
started this week as well. Northern Ireland's Linfield won their two uh, knockout preliminary round games. They uh, threw to the first qualifying round. Their second game got called off because the other team had uh, loads of players test positive. So they go through to play Lego, Warsaw or Poland. So good luck to them, um, Northern Irish team. Now, uh, the uh, best uh, European competition of uh, of the two, the Europa League, um, was played also this week. There was the second legs of the remaining games. Copenhagen beat Istanbul 3-0 and they were European quarter-finalists for the first time in their history. Shaq uh, winning, sorry, 3-1 on aggregate in our Um Shakhtar beat Wolfsburg 3-0 to win 5-1 on, uh, 5-1 on aggregate. Um Inter Milan won a one-off game against Katafi 2-0. Lukaku scoring uh, 30 goals in all competitions. We'll touch on him. Man United, we just about uh, beat last thanks to uh, Martial. Um, we didn't play it well at all. Last did deserve to beat us. But we won 2-1, 7-1 on aggregate. Most of the damage done in the uh, first leg. Uh, Sevilla beat Roma 2-0. Uh, Bayer Leverkusen beat Rangers 1-0, 4-1 on aggregate. Um, Moussa Diaby got his first European goal for Bayer Leverkusen there. Uh, Wolves beat Olympiacos 1-0, winning 2-1 on aggregate. A Raul Jimenez penalty, meaning he uh, got the record for the most goals in a European campaign for uh, for Wolves, with uh, 10 beating Derek Duggan and uh, Diego Jota this year. And uh, in the other uh, quarterfinal, um, Basel, uh, sorry, round of 16, Basel beat uh, Frankfurt 1 0 to win 4 0 on aggregate. So the uh, schedule for the um, knockout tournament uh, for the Europa League, which will be held in Germany, the 10th of August, Man United Copenhagen in Cologne, uh, Inter Milan by Leverkusen in Dusseldorf, and on the 11th, Schachter were playing Basel in Gaselhurken. And Wolves are playing Sevilla in division, a German division free, free team, Duisburg. All games at uh, eight o'clock and live on uh, BT. So uh, going into it, there was amazing stat about teams from Spain and England have won the past eight Europa League finals. Your uh, teams, the Atletico, winning it twice. Chelsea uh, winning it twice. Sevilla, who uh, basically owned the competition twice, and obviously we won it. Is Inter Milan's first quarter final since well, this is remarkable since 2010 to 11. While uh, by Leverkusen reached the last eight for the first time since 2008, and uh, Shakhtar reached their four, first ever uh, quarter final since 2015. So going into it, um, I did see we were probably favourites for it. Inter Milan were also uh, favourites along with uh, Sevilla. They were the uh, Top three. Um, as we said, there are a few changes with the Europa League this year. All four quarterfinals are one-off matches. The scores are level after 90 minutes. Like the Champions League, there'll be extra time and penalty to allow five subs um, with uh, one additional in uh, extra time. So, a very exciting uh, tournament. Wolves uh, made their first European quarterfinal in uh, 48 years, but they uh, unfortunately beat, uh, lost to uh, Sevilla in the... Uh, quarterfinals. Um, as we'll uh, touch on, Man United got Sevilla in the uh, semi-finals. Talk about Man United. Should uh, should I uh, should I and other Man United fans be worried of Sevilla, Mr. Lopez? Ah, absolutely. As you say, Sevilla they, they've done so well in this competition that they they have a special bond. Um, 
the Europa League. Um, and they're playing very well. Um, that game against Watford wasn't easy at all. And they managed to put up a good result and go through. And so, yeah, I would be worried. I'll be worried if I was you, Liam. Well, with our performance recently against uh, Lascombe, we'll uh, touch on uh, Copenhagen in a minute. Anything can happen, but um, we'll go back to the first game. was Inter Milan 2 by Leverkusen 1. Inter Milan into the uh, semi-finals. Um, yeah, Lukaku uh, was on fire for Inter Milan. Unfortunately, couldn't do it for us. Um, we obviously just about scraped through against Copenhagen. The 21st penalty uh, of the season was committed by Bruno Fernandes. Their goalkeeper, Carl uh, Johan Jonasson of Copenhagen, uh, he was remarkable, really, and I didn't didn't agree that Martial got man of uh, man the match. So hopefully we can uh, progress uh, progress on to the uh, next stage. As we said, Sevilla so very dangerous against them. Um, Keep an eye on Lucas Ocampos. Okay, so hopefully hopefully we can uh, stop him. I know we haven't got Phil Jones, which is a uh, amazing amazing, and sadly we haven't got Luke Shaw, but. As we said, we got Sevilla on uh, on Sunday, the 16th of August, and interplay Shakhtar. We'll have more on them two ties in the uh, next few weeks, in, in next week's show. Uh, before we end, we've got the transfer rumours, and we're going to quickly start in uh, Spain, sir. Um, big one, I've heard. Bernard de Silva to Barcelona. Um, but Man City want cash and... Uh, Nelson Semedo, who's once linked the Man United right back. Do you reckon that's realistic? Okay, I think we, we need to take in consideration as well Coutinho situation and the desire of the club of bringing Lautaro Martinez. Barcelona, is, although it's a great club and they have quite a lot of money compared to most of the teams in, in Europe, they are not in a great situation and now they will have to face Coutinho's um, return. And Coutinho's uh, salary is very, very high. So I don't think we can talk about Bernardo Silva at the moment until we resolve the situation with Coutinho and see what happened with Lautaro Martinez. So I think we need to be patient to see what's going to happen. Yep. Um, another staying on to uh, Barcelona. Um, Ivan Rakitic has been linked with... Uh, Going back to Sevilla for ten million, but Atletico Madrid have also been interested. Would you take him at Atletico? Or is I, it more I, realistic he would go to Sevilla? I think it's more realistic that Rakitic goes back to Sevilla. His wife is from Sevilla. He has a wonderful relationship with um, Monchi, who is the, the the guy in charge of all the signings in Sevilla, and the one who discovered uh, Rakitic to the world. And uh, he always has expressed uh, his desire to to play for Sevilla again in the future. So I think the most realistic thing is to believe that he will play for Sevilla. I will be happy to have someone like Rakitic in my, in my team anytime. But uh, we will see him wearing white more likely. OK. Um, Max via Tottenham have uh, been uh, busy in the last few days of the transfer, uh, of the uh, last few days in terms of transfers. Uh, yeah, well, they've announced the signing of uh, Pierre-Emile Hoybier, um from Southampton with, well, it's not it's sort of really a swap deal, but uh, with um, uh, Carl Walker-Peters going the other way for 13 million and, and Hoybier joining for 15. Um, he's wearing the number five of the uh, uh, recently departed uh, Yamba Tongan, who's looking to 
looking like he's moving to uh, Benfica now. But um, do, in order to fund some other deals, we are also uh, looking to sell Juan Foyth and Serge Aurier. Uh, Aurier for about maybe around 20, 25 million, and Juan Foyth around 10, 15. And then I think this will probably probably fund the move for a, a, a right back. Um, uh, Salik and Castagne being two people that, that the Spurs uh, board are considering. But I mean, whether whether we we'll uh, we'll get any more business done. I mean, I don't know if uh, I don't know if I have much confidence with uh, with recent uh, track records. But. Uh, Max, uh, I was reading today the Spanish newspaper and they were linking Bale to Tottenham again. Would you, as a Tottenham fan, would you like to have Bale back in your club? I think, I mean, obviously, you know, he was, he was, he was fantastic for us, but it's, it's more about where our priorities would lie. I think, obviously, I would take Bale back, but for the money that he's going to, that he would take and to the frailties in our squad, you've probably got to look at the defence. For example, we, if we have money to spend to buy a player like Bale, well, you think we'd probably be better off buying a centre-back or, or, or a right-back where we actually need players. Yeah, as, uh, as we mentioned about uh, Bale and the uh, wage bill, would uh, Levy actually uh, go and spend that? We touched a lot on Arsenal, but um, quickly, Lloyd, I've got mentioned that you've been linked with um, also getting rid of Callum Chambers and uh, Rob Holding, Holding being linked with Leeds and Chambers to, uh, to Fulham. Would, uh, would you want him to leave? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about Callum Chambers because he's he's come back from a long-term ACL injury. But before that injury, he was he was our, he was our best centre back, and he can also play defensive midfield and right back. So he, he is he is a really good player, but he has been injured for so long now. That who knows what he's going to come back like, especially with Bellerin. Like you can see, what the ACL injury's done to his pace. James could be a completely different player. But I I think uh, Fulham put a bit of a twelve million. Uh, I, I want to send for 12, 12 million, but if they put in a bit of like probably around the twenty million mark, then I'd probably sell him. And as for holding, I'd, I'd probably get rid of him too. He's he's twenty four now. He's going into going into the prime of his career. So he's an English centre back. We can easily get like fifteen twenty million for him. So I definitely think we should sell holding, but maybe keep Chambers. Yeah. Um... Staying on to Leeds, they've been linked with a lot of players obviously going up. They, uh, Southampton and Newcastle and Villa have been linked with Harry Wilson. Obviously, Liverpool are reportedly wanting to uh, sell him. They've had two bids rejected for uh, their on-loan, highly rated uh, future England centre-back Ben White from Brighton. And um, uh, a, a former Premier League player, Max, coming back on to you, is, uh, is close to joining Benfica. Yeah, Jan Vertonghen. Uh, it's been confirmed by uh, Fabrizio Romano that he'll they'll be moving to Benfica. Um, I, I mean, a good move is, is he was he, he for he's briefly linked with you know a club like Man City apparently, but I think that was very uh, uh, it wasn't that reliable of a, a source. But uh, it's good to see him go into a club that won't be direct rivals. But I think it, it's good for him. It's good for for all parties. Yep, Cavani also been linked with um, a move there. And uh, Lloyd Ryan Fraser on the move as well. Uh, oh, to Arsenal. Well, yeah, he's been, he's been linked with uh, Arsenal, Tottenham, and Palace. Actually, would would you, would you have him there? Uh, no, I wouldn't take him on Arsenal. He's he's past it now. He's had, he had a good season two years ago, but 
he's, he's nowhere near that this season. He's on expensive wages, and he's, he's not that good anymore. He's quite old now. I definitely want to take him. Yeah, well, so staying with you, um, MLS team, David Beckham's team, into Miami have confirmed the signing of a high-profile signing from a Juventus. Uh, this is signed Blaise Matuidi from Juventus, which uh, I, I'd say is a very good signing for them. It's a nice, it's a nice midfielder to base their midfield on. He's, he's, he's still a really good player as well, and he'll definitely play really well for them. Yeah, as well, Man City have been uh, splashing the cash. They spent, uh, signed Nathan Aki from Bournemouth for £41 million. But they also uh, signed Ferran Torres from Valencia for £30 million. Quickly, Mr Lopez, what can we expect from Torres in the Premier League? Uh, I love Torres. This is uh, he. He was actually gutted of of leaving Valencia. He's been a, a key player for for the Valencian team. Um, he's very skillful. I really liked the 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 way he moves the ball. The way he he makes the the the, the rest of the team moves uh, around and the ball. So uh, I've been very excited to see him playing in a league like the Premier One. Yeah, but, um, as well. Quickly. West Ham are cruising to sign uh, West uh, Barcelona in the uh, Middlesbrough flop. Ma- Martin Braithwaite. And uh, what a better way to end. Well, hopefully uh, sooner or later it's better. Jaden Sancho, um, the saga goes on this summer. He's been uh, the uh, Dortmund CEO has said that he's going to be staying at uh, Dortmund after we missed the deadline on, uh, I think it was Monday the 10th when they went to Switzerland. So, uh, Personally, myself, I think we will sign him. Dortmund are just saying this and getting it in the media just to uh, raise the prices. I know they have said they were they aren't going to sell him, but they have been here before with uh, Usman Dembele, and uh, obviously they eventually uh, uh, sold him. So hopefully, it's uh, we do get him done before uh, October. Uh, that's uh, that's it for today's show. Thank you, Mr. Lopez. Thank you, Lloyd. Thank you, Matt. On uh, next week's show, we'll be looking back at the uh, Europa League semi-finals, the uh, best uh, European competition, and the uh, latest round of the Champions League, where uh, you're uh, you're lot to go up against RB Leipzig, sir. So uh, good luck for that. Hopefully they uh, they uh, come home and beat RB Leipzig, and uh, we'll have more transfers. So uh, from us all here, goodbye. <laughs>